Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. What's up, everybody? It's Global Boys. Having a time of my life, doing projects and doing things that mean the most to me. And I think you guys are doing projects that mean the most to you. New Amsterdam Radio keeps on trucking little podcasts I could. And I always thank you guys for checking out this show because you have so many podcast options. If you haven't already, make sure you follow the show at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. A lot of the changes are happening for the show. We're getting some really cool individuals from all different aspects and sectors, and it's been such a fun time being able to do that. Like my guest today, Sean Moore from the Owl Weddings. In fact, we work together in real life IRL space as I am an open format mobile DJ. We collaborated on an event this summer. I just love the way he was hustling. I love the way his approach to his craft. So I wanted to have some time to sit and chat with him to see, you know, pick the brain a little bit, see what makes him tick. And so you guys will definitely enjoy this. Before I get to my talk, just have to put in there, put it out there in the universe. If you want to unlock bonus content in the new Amsterdam radio canon, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash voice. We call it the Boisterous Crew. Those are individuals that support the show uh, and going a little beyond in doing so. But let's say you don't want to do Patreon, you want a one-time purchase. We have cool shirts and designs over at the Blobito shop, flobito.threadless.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O dot threadless.com. But without any further ado, here's my chat with the Owl Weddings, Sean Moore. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creators at Eye Global Boys. The mayor in the mayor's office being joined by a very special individual, also in the SoCal event space. I actually met this gentleman on an event, and I said, man, the hustle, the work ethic, I got to learn about his story a little bit more. Sean Moore from the Owl Weddings, how's it going, sir? Doing good, doing good. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's it's definitely a pleasure as all mine, man. I know you're busy. It's a booking season, the extended booking season after the pandemic and all that. And I'm so glad you had some time for us in the show today. Uh, but we talked about this right before we went live, that, that your company is called Owl Weddings. And what exactly mm-hmm. does that mean? And what does it mean to you? Um, yeah, so the Owl Weddings uh, stands for the ones we love. And uh, basically, you know, the, the gist of weddings, you know, the person has their soulmate for life. One of the main things for me um, is in my past career and what I still do, I'm also a professional BMX bike rider. So um, it was really hard to separate uh, the name Sean Moore from like a business without doing that. So being within the wedding space, I, it was really, really important to me before I started the business to have a separate name that yeah. completely, you know, separated me from from that and everything else. So yeah, that's where it came from. It took, it took a little while to come up with that name, but once I felt like that one worked, um, yeah. What I like about creative people and athletes is that it isn't just one thing. Yeah, you've trained, but then you decided to make that pivot into the event space. So talk about your career before. BMX is a whole different beast than weddings, man. What made you decide to make the jump? Um, So, you know, towards the end of like, being in the midst, in the middle of like my BMX career, I, uh, I was always into photography. I went to photography school way back, like way back in the day. And, um, you know, put that to the side for BMX and everything. And towards the end of BMX, one of my best friends, he's a, he's another photographer. 
he ran production at this event company in LA and he's like, you should really come and work with this company. Like, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still just riding my bike. I'm, I don't think it's the right time. And he's like, you, yeah. you really should. I think it's like, this is a good thing to be with right now. And he finally convinced me and got back into the game and, uh, yeah, kind of just evolved from there. Um, some of the people I worked with at that company were wedding photographers, kind of got into that world a little bit. Um, yeah. Being within that space, it just kind of kind of flowed into that. And yeah, I yeah. still do tons of events and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of weddings, a lot of weddings. When you decided to go in that space, what was the, the reception amongst your network? Was it like, oh man, we definitely see you doing that because you had the skills before. It's kind of like, hey, that's kind of saturated while you're doing it. What was the the temperature there? So for the most part, you know, it's really supportive. Obviously, you got a couple of people here and here, here and there that say something or whatever. But for the most part, I hang around like a really supportive crowd, and um, they were obviously really well aware of my work within that space. And uh, on top of that, you know, I've shot weddings with a lot of those people that worked in that space as well years back. You know, kind of leading in, like seeing if I liked it, this and that. So everyone was really supportive and uh, and said, yeah should be good i kind of fell into djing you know i had a a, a cushy i'll, I'll say that's the word day job you know what i mean i got the dj at my leisure and my day job told me to kick rocks and <laughs> know in certain terms and and i will not i don't regret the experience but starting a business from scratch ain't easy and nobody makes it easy uh what was like, your experience just saying okay putting your sign on the door saying i'm doing it uh what kind of waters do you have to navigate um you know, it's definitely, definitely been tough, you know. Um, I started in 20, the very end of 2019 is when I really went live with the Owl Weddings. And before that, I was working for uh, for another big wedding firm. We'll leave them unnamed. Um, and I just, I, I hated that that feeling, you know. It's, it's one of those companies I got to compete against on the front page of the NOP, but there's mm -hmm. no personal experience. There's... A bunch of people, a bunch of this, you know, bargain weddings. Couples don't know who their photographer is going to be. Couples don't know who their videographer is going to be. Just so many hiccups. And I have saw so many unhappy couples, yeah. you know, from and through the end process. And, um, you know, they ended up making a bunch of bad decisions with the business, laying off a ton of the staff. I was in there with those layoffs. and But I had already had the owl, you know. I've been working on that for a long time. Smart. Um and when that happened, I was like, yeah, this, this is the time to yeah. go. Obviously, you know, the world that we live in now, stuff happens. Um, but uh, luckily, I was able to you know, get through the, go the COVID times and uh, we got back into 2021. And yeah, it's kind of been kind of been rocking this. Um, you know, everything goes in waves. So it was like, uh, you know, me and you did one together. That was yeah. one of our really busy chunks of the year. And then um, we're about to flow right into another really big chunk for the next few months. So these will these will be you know feeling really good i think to keep the motivation going into next year because you know who knows what's going on yes yeah. yeah exactly how <laughs> yeah. many variants are there uh we were talking about you mentioned that just a quite a bit in your response about the, your, your previous employer having a big market bigger market share but not a personal approach a lot of people when they start their own creative path whether they're painters or musicians there always seems to be that element of the big boys crowding in the space I and mean, what was your strategy to break out and to have couples say hey look over here for an alternative uh basically personal experience um, I express to my couples, I'm like, hey, I'm Sean. I own the Owl Weddings. 
I'm the photographer at your wedding and you're going to be working with me all the way through the process. Um, there's no questions of who anyone's going to be or this or that or timelines. Everything's super easy and um, you just get a hold of me, whether text, email, call, whatever you want. And um, we really just pride ourselves on having that relationship. And on top of that, we always generally do an engagement session before the wedding. So our style of shooting, you know, we really use that engagement session to, you know, build a friendship and a rapport with these couples. So by the time the wedding day comes, you really know who we are and we're kind of just going in there to, to do our job for the day and uh, kind of just blend in. <laughs> yeah. What, what the couple say about you, like in reviews or to other people, like what's the, how do you describe the brand? How do they describe your brand to other people? So everyone, everyone's been uh, really happy so far. You know, there's uh, the reviews are uh, still fresh, obviously, because we're a new business and we had that big gap in between stuff and COVID. But you can check us out on the Not In Wedding Wire. And uh, we have all five-star reviews. Um, and I really think that comes from us building just that personal relationship leading yeah. all the way up and through the wedding. Well, question about niches, though, because, you know, I love the fact you're saying we're giving you that white glove approach. Is it a thing where you create your business and say, here's a niche I want to provide when you start? Or is it kind of like an evolution over time where just the fact you're working with couples, you realize, oh, wait, I do this better than my competitors? Well, I always wanted to, to have that personal experience. Um, me in my life, personally, I, I love nice things. I love nice experiences, personal yeah. experiences. I'm not saying I'm trying to do the craziest things in the world, but I definitely, you know, take, uh, how do I want to say it? Uh, I just really enjoy that stuff. And I think it's very important. And I think other people do really enjoy that as well. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, that was kind of my main thing. And obviously as time goes on, um, we do evolve a little bit and find stuff that works better than other stuff, find stuff that doesn't work. You know, initially I was so boutique and experience, uh, driven that I really didn't even want to offer too much video for a little while until I knew I could offer that perfect, awesome video package. And now we're offering video all the time and stuff like that. And that was a little bit of an evolution to be like, how do I uh, build up this team that yeah. I know I can have at these weddings all the time? That's going to be a great experience, personal experience, and just be in line with my philosophy and how I want to go about all of our wedding days. What's been your experience as an entrepreneur of color? Uh, understanding that building a business is not easy for anyone, but there's also added, added challenges to say the least uh, doing that. I mean, how have you found any pro tips that you can share today? I don't know, man. It's hard. Um, uh, <laughs> say no more, fam. I got. I even got my uh, you know black owned business check on the non wedding wire front page, and uh, you know it, it. Sometimes you, it it, it just is what it is. I just try to keep it try to keep it rolling, and I don't want to get too much in my head about it because then i'll be like oh some people aren't booking me because i'm having right. like going tab some people are. and it's really hard in the um in the market that we live in so um yeah well that's that's been a it's been an ongoing process to kind of I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there's there's like this this one side you're like look i want the work to speak to myself i don't want it to be associated with me but the other time you're like well, I mean, the opportunities are there. So I do want to see what your mix was. I know for me, I have the same check on Wedding Wire for my DJ business I because I am black. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, I have 15 years of MC experience. You know, I have exactly. six years of DJ experience. Exactly. Now that should be the reinforcement there. But 
it's always good to know about that. So des describe to me a project, man, start to finish. You know, uh, someone comes to you and they're like, ah, we don't know. We only get married once in our life. Like, how do you help uh, a couple go through the process of getting the perfect photographer or video? You know, so, uh, you know, for the, for the most part, we start off, you know, they got to have their venue locked down and stuff like that. And we'll kind of go to conversations past that. But really, um, from the booking process, we make everything super seamless, super easy. Everything takes place in one spot. Contracts, payments, everything. Any questions you have, you can ask through there, but we also just do regular emails as well. Um, obviously not too much in-person meeting stuff because of COVID, but once the world's back to normal, we'll be doing tons of all that stuff anywhere from, yeah, <laughs> anywhere from, you know, like standard, just like basic coffee shop visits to full-on dinners for clients that are interested in stuff like that, that really need that extra push to get them going. And, um, through then, we generally do the engagement session. And, you know, some couples already have an engagement. But if they haven't, we generally do that engagement session. It's in most of our packages. Um, they get that back. And then from there on out, depending on how far out it is, you know, some couples are booking a couple years out, year and a half out. You know, there's that little bit of downtime in between, you know, from when stuff happens to we're picking back up again conversations and stuff. Right. But right. once we're back up into that normal planning for the wedding, it's just back and forth. Uh, meetings with your planners, meetings with you guys, making sure everything is perfect, making sure the timeline is great. One thing we really pride ourselves on, too, that um, couples may not experience at some of these other companies, we're going to tell you if stuff is, really isn't you know, going to work out or maybe there's you don't need this much time for this. It's going to be better to do this at this time rather than just sending out a crammed in timeline and then show up on the day and they're like, well, how are we supposed to do your portrait session in 10 minutes? You know, right, right. Could have shifted these couple things around the whole, everything would have been a lot easier. So just little things like that, that, that make it a lot, make the experience on the wedding day, just way less stressful and way, way more, um, way seamless. It is funny for wedding vendors. Like the, the great, uh, assistant and villain and hero is that timeline. <laughs> like, because everything has to slot in where it slots in. We're out of time. What's going on? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about you as a person, man. Let's talk about you, the man. You have the business. I know we work for yourself. You're working all the time. But what do you do to, to recharge the battery? What do you do to hang out? What do you do to, to refill the cup? Uh, so basically, uh, photography and bicycles are pretty much my life. Uh, um, yeah. I've, I've been riding uh, BMX for um, well over 20 years, 23, 24 years now. Um, I was on a regional race team all the way back when I was 12 years old, um, oh. originally from Chicago. So, you know, just okay. traveling around the Midwest and stuff like that. Um, I got sponsored as a BMX rider when I was uh, like 19, 20, went pro at 21, um, rode for that company for 10 years. And I still ride for another company now as well. Um, and also me being a little bit older, you know, I ride road bikes and stuff, not to say you can't ride road bikes when you're young, but I picked right. it up a little later just cause my body is really beaten, worn down from all the years of BMX. So yeah. I love, love road biking as well. It's like my nice little, like personal getaway type type thing every day. So yeah, those, those are my things. I, uh, I'm, I'm into the wrestling universe cause I have a lot of personal friends who actually wrestle like, like in like WWE style, like the, like the independent stuff. Nice. And when I hear about them describing what, cause I, as much as I like it, there's no way I'm gonna take a punch. There's no way right. <laughs> fake or not. I'm not doing it, but they're saying that it's very much like BMX riders because you don't, you underestimate the shock the body takes 
over and over and over on potholes or on, on trails. And it really is a grueling sport that sometimes yeah. I kind of wish it doesn't get the respect it deserves. You know, it doesn't really get like the, the, the spotlight it does. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, fam. It does. It's yes. in the Olympics now, finally. So, you know, some people know, but, uh, but that's like a different style. But, you know, hopefully with BMX and skateboarding being in the Olympics now, people will finally, yeah. finally start to kind of understand a little bit more of what we're yeah. actually doing. Well, as a creative person and an entrepreneur, how do you support other people in your network that have their own businesses or their own different crafts? Have you gone any, any way to do synergistic things? You just like, you know, share a couple of posts on Facebook. What's been your, your strategy for that? Um, so, you know, still with the owl, it's, I feel like I'm still in the early stages of, you know, becoming certified vendors at different places around LA and around the state. Um, getting building you know good relationships with the with the wedding planners and um some of the venues we're shooting at and that that is um a process in itself in a oversaturated market such as la so um you know for the most part now it's just been really just trying to trying to build these relationships and stay in touch with these uh with these people so yeah. you know leading on into the years they start to know this is what the owl weddings the owl media is going to be doing you know, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, any kind of insight you want to share in the next step, phase two or phase three of the business? Um, well, yeah. So basically, you know, we're technically called the Owl Weddings. Um, not that it means too much. We're going to be transitioning to be the Owl Media. So just the ones we love media. So encompassing a lot more family portrait style sessions, parties, anything like that. You know, me originally coming from the event world and I still shoot in that event world. Um, there's, a, there's still a lot of space for that. And um, one of the cool things about that is, you know, it's, you know, the LA market, so much weekday stuff, so much other stuff. Um, we just really want the owl to be big and, um, you know, just keep on growing. Yeah, keep on growing, man. That's, that's what it's all about, being able to plant the seed and watch it grow and eventually a legacy if it tends to, to be everlasting, for sure. If, if someone's listening right now and they kind of have that idea in their head or like, maybe I should try this, but I don't know. Should I take the jump? Should I know? Do you have any like ideas or advice or tips for someone who just maybe just needs a little bit of that push out the plane, <laughs> if you will? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh... So take your time and, and be ready. Um, you know, I run into people all the time and not, not to say anything or whatever, but we do live in like the, the YouTube era where like all these people are making these videos telling you you can do all this stuff like, you know, which you can. Obviously you can. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't, right. but um, there seems to be a, a, a gap in the, the realization how hard stuff actually is and the the graphs to be a true professional in the industry. I've seen it with personal friends and stuff like that too. You know, you have friends that would be like, go buy a Sony and I'm a videographer now and just yeah. watch a Peter McKinnon video and buy all his products. Yeah, <laughs> and do yeah. all that. So everyone makes those mistakes and has to go through that. Obviously back in the day when I was a young photographer, you go through all that stuff too. You buy all the gear, you buy all the stuff, you need everything, this and that. Um, when it comes down to it, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, 15, 20% photography and 80% business. So you really need to make sure you're ready to, you know, make that step and really know what you want to do. Um, mm -hmm. I, I shoot tons of other stuff as well. I also shoot action, action photos a lot. Like I said, I was a, you know, professional BMX writer for all these years. 
naturally action photography is what got me into photography. Um, and I love to shoot action photos and I still, you know, I've shot published action photos, still get hired to shoot action stuff. Um, and that's one of the things I love to this day. So, you know, even if you, you know, I'm in the wedding space now because that space works great, never stop shooting the stuff that you, you know, really want to shoot. Cause you can obviously still do that type of work, but when you make the jump to go to that next level, really know what you want to focus on. Like it took me a while to be like, this is going to be the owl weddings. We're going to be a wedding photography company, you know, wedding and events and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you got to be focused. If, if you're out doing 10 different things and people are on your website for a wedding and you have 10 different things, then you're not going to, you know, it's, it's not really happening. You really yeah. just got to be focused in on what you, what you want to do. And keep doing what you're doing and the equipment upgrades will come later. That's, that's what yeah. I'm taking away today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean Moore, thank you so much for your time, for being on the show. If anyone wanted to connect with you or the Owl Weddings, how to go about doing that? So you can find me on the front page of the Not or Wedding Wire. Um, you can reach out to me at uh, theowlweddings.com, Instagram, the Owl Weddings, Facebook, the Owl Weddings. You can get me on any of those things. Um, and even though it's at the info, I'm going to be the person answering everything. You're always talking to me. And uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.